Well, gang, it's finally time. After what seems like months of living our lives quarter miles at a time, driving in circles, hitting the NOS button, we have finally arrived. We are finally here. The ultimate episode of Furious Summer. It's time to talk about Fast 10. everybody and welcome back to your new favorite show the more you nerd the only podcast where we spend way too long on a single topic all the time my name is drew and i need the american sports car to my japanese import miles how are you (laughs) i am doing great um i am i'm proud of you drew uh you know because you were you were resistant for several years to this idea. Um, and I somehow, uh, you know, <laughs> talked you into this. And I got to say, I have had a gr- I mean, no matter how you feel about the movies, uh, I've had a good time. But um, I have had a great time going through this franchise with you. I I also like that we've gone through this franchise, this massive franchise, both being completely new to it. And uh I don't care what anyone says. I think uh, Furious Summer has been a rousing success uh, <laughs> in terms of my experience with it. And um, I, I am excited to talk about this uh, for now. Last entry um, there, there, there are allegedly two more coming. Yeah. And I feel like we might have to do like a. A special episode when those are those come out. <laughs> you can't make me. You can't make me. Oh, Um, oh, I can and I will. (laughs) So let's get into it. Uh, The most recent Fast and Furious film, Fast 10 or Fast X, uh, is a 2023 film. And for those of you paying attention at home, that's this year that we're recording. It came out in May and we are here at the end of August uh, to talk about it. Um, We are introduced in this film to... Uh, you know, we're reintroduced to all of our main characters and cast. And, you know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last Fast and Furious movie had flashbacks to the 80s. And this Fast and Furious movie has flashbacks to the earlier Fast and Furious movies. This whole <laughs> movie starts with basically a, a Cliff's Notes version of the the safe scene from what was that Fast Five? Is that one Fast Four? Was that Four? Yeah, it's when they go to. Well, no, it, is it Fast Five? It's whenever they go to Rio. So that's five. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Fast five. five. Yeah. Five. Don't question me. Don't question me. I question. <laughs> I question myself. I was like, yeah, which one was this? <laughs> uh, and so as it turns out, uh, 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 Jason Momoa was there the whole time uh, in, in, in Fast Five. He was always just slightly off screen. And one of those fun things that where we get intercuts of scenes that we see from that movie with him just being there and turning around. And, uh, you know, uh, and that's that's where we start, because as it turns out, Jason Momoa's character is the son of the bad guy from Fast Five, uh, which is just a fun little uh, little little tease. Yeah, I mean, I got I got to give it to this franchise for like kind of constantly like referring to itself and having even like even even things that happen in prior movies come back up. Like that is I mean pretty amazing. And and, and I would say they were probably doing it before like Marvel was doing this because I mean when whenever they started with the fourth one and going forward, I feel like they they kind of created this own little cinematic universe. And I think after the, the Marvel films post Iron Man and started doing this more and more in earnest, I mean, it certainly led to a blueprint that fast followed. Yeah. Um, Um, I I don't want to pause. Just say, I know it's weird because we've been spoiling the heck out of these movies, but most of these movies are years old at this point. And this one's so new. I just, I have to say spoiler warning. 
for this relatively yeah, new this movie. Is, uh, that's a good call, Drew. This is going to be a spoiler cast. I mean, this is all currently on VOD. It's, a, it's about to be on Peacock in a week or two. It, so, it just You could just finally rent it on Amazon and iTunes and places like that yesterday. So, yeah. Yes. And uh, I'm... <sighs> Man, I, I am excited to talk about this movie. There's there's so much that happens. There's so much that it involves. But and, I and, the first and thing ca- I wanna, cameo city as well. Yeah. So the first thing I, I, I want to talk about, because uh, one of our, our opening scenes with the, the crew in present day, uh, this this franchise has certainly had a little little nod to um, the dames of film history. And uh, I was thrilled absolutely thrilled to see legendary egot winner rita moreno as abuelita toretto as grandma toretto like i i was so happy i love her so much and i love her too just 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 like let her like have like a couple of moments was was great i'm i'm bothered slightly by that scene and I know why. I know why. But why? So Brian obviously cannot be there. Correct. But Mia's there. But their kids are not. But the kids aren't. And based on how the kids in these movies are aging up, <laughs> Brian's kids are going to be like 18 and 20 at this point. <laughs> um, so. I mean, the- Kayfabe, you know, wrestling term uh, wise. Yeah, he's he's opted to stay home with the kids, I guess. Uh, whereas. And I mean, we just have to accept that because of the real life reason Brian can't be there. You know, I mean. They, they, they want to have a reason to have Mia there and for Jordana Brewster's sake and just to have the character around. And they just basically have to say that, like, I mean, we got we got the we got the uh, the car at the end of the last movie to to tell us that Brian does come to these things. Um, they just didn't even give a reason why why Mia's whole family isn't there. <laughs> they just don't even mention it. No, I mean, I I mean, and I get that, but I can I can I can let it go because. Uh, and what seemed to be bothering the people <laughs> with Krista and my roommate, the. This one even more so than the last one. This 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 is a comic book movie, and I don't mean like a superhero. Movie. This is a comic book movie. This movie functions as a comic book or a Saturday morning cartoon from the eighties to the nth degree, more so than the last one did. One hundred percent, yes. And and if you and I guess because these movies have been increasingly becoming more so, can go along for that ride. I think you're going to have a really good time because does this movie make a whole lot of sense? Not particularly. Does no. it defy any law of physics? Absolutely. Um, do characters do things that don't seem to be in anyone's best interest, but it moves a story along and it makes for a cool scene? Yup. I mean, this is 100% a cartoon. And yep. For me, that's not a problem. And I know like um, it actually became more of a problem for Kristen, this one, because everyone's like, didn't this used to be about racing cars? And I'm like, yes, but like if we made it to this movie by now, I don't think that's a question we should be asking ourselves anymore. Like, it's funny to be like, haha, yes, it used to be about, about racing cars, but we are 22 years removed from that first film. And yeah, which is wild. And 10 films. Uh, So, Miles, I, I have to say. Now that we're here at this final movie, and as I reflect on this final movie. This film, I have so much to say about this film. The first of which being. I loved this. I loved yes! it. Yes! <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun. And I didn't so, expect to. I did not expect to love it because we talked about this. Was it last? Was it fast nine that we did not like particularly much? Fast eight. Was that eight? Um, eight. Yeah. I thought eight was the last Paul Walker. One. Was that seven? That was seven. Okay. 
Ace on the Submarine is the first one with uh, Charlize Theron, who has now moved on from the Guy Gardner haircut. Yeah, it's a much better haircut. It must have been under contract. You know, this this movie, I I think I know why. I think I know why. But this movie was so much fun. And I had such a blast with it in, in a way that I haven't had this much fun with a fast movie since like Fast Five. Uh, uh, it was so much fun and I think a large portion of that is Jason Momoa's character oh okay so yes Um, we have talked not (laughs) at length but we have certainly made a point to to liken Vin and his abilities to Batman several times in this franchise and Jason Momoa is the Joker 100% and he is amazing, giving one of the most like enthusiastic performances we've seen from a villain yet. And he is clearly having the time of his life being bad. Yeah, and he plays it like I mean, he Momo described the character as sadistic and androgynous, and he's a bit of a peacock. He's got a lot of issues and definitely daddy issues. And that is 100% true. Like he, at one point in this film, he steals a couple of nerds from and calls them nerds, which is why I'm saying that from cypher has them, (laughs) has them work for him for a period of time. And then later on, you see him making drinks and sitting around lawn chairs with their dead bodies that have tape opening up their uh, tape, opening their eyes and taped into a smile. So wild. And he just owns every scene. Now I will say, I don't think that this is performance is particularly outside of Momoa's wheelhouse. It very much feels like him just being him, an extra version of himself. I don't know. Based off the things that he has done recently, like your Aquaman, like your um, your Game of Thrones, I I feel like this is playing to a, a something that we haven't got to see in this kind of capacity on this kind of project at all. Not that it's been something he couldn't do, but I don't think we've got to see him play this much. And and watching him play is just so much fun. And how he talks to characters, and I don't know how much of this is writing or how much of this is Momoa just riffing. Yeah. You, on you, you set. have the exact opposite like experience with Momoa as uh Reyes as that as you do with the Rock as Hobbs. Like yeah. it's yes, it's, I it's do. The, <laughs> Uh, but no but because i was talking about you know it could be the 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 writing and stuff and and you're right i don't know but whatever it was got the best possible performance to and i and i said last time how um or was it fast no it was idris elba who was like oh this is the best villain of the franchise yeah not anymore uh no I, I i think jason momoa has stolen that despite the fact that idris elba is still amazing and a phenomenal villain second best of the franchise but having having this like you know you're still like having a, a a batman type character like have all the answers have all the angles covered well it's like it's i mean it's almost that that mark miller idea of like well what if that character was a bad guy and who and 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 this character has figured out every possible angle at all times outplay like, outplays the 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 family the entire every step time. of the way and it's 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 phenomenal and it's not just that i don't know like it's all these little small moments and that's that's what what you always kind of judge a amazing villain by is those things where like it the scene should be over or the camera shouldn't be focused on the villain but you see something they do something small a little tick a little a turn of the phrase or something he, which he, tells you that the the actor is not leaving the scene and you can tell and every single scene Jason Momoa was in, he is just chewing up every single second he has on screen. And he's got so many little one liners and offhanded comments like, oh, sassy and stuff like that. And it's just it works so well. Golly, I, I just I, I 
it may only be him why I love this movie so much. Because uh, I mean, he's 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 a great reason. I do think this movie is an absolute blast. I agree with you. Um, and I think it's hilarious how like within um not even a movie they have turned and, and I mean time has passed since the last fast movie. Um, and careers have taken different paths. Uh, so John Cena now more into his film career. They 100%. Oh, we're going to veer into you are the babysitter. You are the goodest good guy you could yeah, possibly be. This, this is the one thing that I have a little bit of a problem with. And it really it's more of a problem in the last movie that he is forgiven so fast. So well, it's fast. because he's family. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's um, true, but uh. it's it's only been two years uh, in like from 2021 to 2023 in terms of the time that's passed. But like John Cena, I mean, his his career is really taken off post uh, Suicide Squad and uh, Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker in terms of like the respect he gets um, on for his screen performances. But I mean, he's done uh, his fair share of like. You know, he's done the thing that almost every wrestler has done where he had he's had a handful of these like kids movies. Um, I, I I forget the name of the one where he's like the firefighter babysitting everybody. Um, I, I, well, he was the voice of the was Ferdinand, the the cartoon. He was the voice of Ferdinand, Bumble. which is one of Chris's favorite movies of the last 10 years. Uh, he's he's been in Bumblebee. He was uh, was playing with fire is what it's called. Mm. He's been doing a lot that. of. Uh, he, he basically it, he, he it's a it's a pacifier type movie like he's a firefighter who has to watch you a mean, couple of kids you mean vin diesel's the fire the pacifier correct <laughs> or or the tooth fairy with the rock like every wrestler has one of these babysitter movies dave uh, batista uh, had that batista just movie. had one <laughs> yeah like they all have that because i mean it's 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 a trope it's comedian it's comedy gold to have here is this big badass wrestler oh but they've met their match in this little kid um also the voice of rocksteady in the recent turtles movie yeah i forgot about that um so cena playing the character that he plays with um little Lil b as they as they call him who has uh he's aged i'm assuming up. the he's, <laughs> he's aged up and his hair is drastically different yeah i, I mean it's um, not the same kid obviously no, no really yeah obviously <laughs> obviously which is why i made the joke um, earlier that that uh brian and mia's kids are like 24 and 26 now and you know it's like where why are they not part of the crew driving around with uh, uncle dom but uh yeah and i mean uh the the kid's great though i think he's got great comedic timing um and he's a lot of a lot of fun on his little adventure with uh john cena with uncle jacob and, and he gets to kill a couple of people before he even has his driver's license so that's a bonus which is which is i mean that's every boy's dream right <laughs> um but i also i also love that like he's constantly like kind of trashing his uncle for the car he drives yeah because he drives an <laughs> old old 80s mustang because because yeah he he will he comes down he sees this really souped up truck and he's like super stoked and then you hear bloop, bloop. <laughs> it's like this little blue car behind um yeah the, i mean there there are so many little factors i mean it's hard to like go through this plot because the plot is that Reyes is trying to destroy Dom's family. He does so by setting up a a heist they think is for the agency for Mister Nobody. And and, and what do they, what are they supposed to steal, Miles? A chip. It's another chip. computer chip. It's like <laughs> which they are I think is a commentary on the series. Yes, oh, it has to be. Has to be. Uh, but it, there's even even better commentary on the series, like at the end of the movie. But. uh but of course, there is no chip. Uh, Ro Roman is the one that's actually leading this. And I, I Roman trying to, to become a leader. Um, it's so good. So, so and funny. That, that golden Ferrari kills me the every single time I saw it. <laughs> and when he has to, when he has to destroy it. It's like, oh, my, yeah. my gold baby. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, they, they turn Roman and Tej up to 11 in this movie. It's it's fantastic. Um, but but yeah, um, for all the crucifixes and, and cross necklaces that have been in this movie, um, this movie does save the Vatican. That's a thing that happens in this film, um, which is <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. Time it, I mean, it, it is funny. And well, you so they get blamed for the disaster that occurs in this heist gone wrong and uh, are branded at the team is branded as terrorists. Uh, they all try to go underground. And then the agency, well, Mr. Nobody still hasn't been seen. So his number two, which is not little nobody for some reason, is this guy Ames, who is you might know as Aquaman from Smallville. Or. Oh, yeah. I don't think I knew that he was Aquaman. He's also yeah, he Hawk. Was Aquaman Smallville. <laughs> He's also Hawk, uh, uh, Hawk and Dove on uh, DC Universe slash. Yes, HBO he was. Max yes, he was in Titans Max in Titans. Uh, is he is he Jack Ryan now or is he John Reacher now? He's Jack Reacher. Jack uh, Reacher. Jack Ryan is uh, John Krasinski. Krasinski. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's that guy now. I mean, he's just it, Alan Richson is, I mean, is the actor's a, a name. fun, fun action actor. I've always enjoyed him. I'm I'm happy that he got a role like this. Um, and immediately you you are. And this is I mean, we we're doing a spoiler cast, but you're like, OK, something's right off with this guy because he's immediately like, oh, yeah, it's it's about time to take these guys in anyway. And and, and you're even even the even the, the thickest audience audience member is like, hmm, <laughs> means to an end I mean, that we're just employing criminals and da 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 of course uh he gets some pushback from uh, yes. <laughs> what did, what did he call her little miss nobody uh <laughs> little miss nobody uh, uh i think her anything was tess tess is her name played by brie larson uh aka nb adams slash uh captain marvel slash uh carol danvers <laughs> Uh, yeah, and if my excitement wasn't, and I love Brie Larson so so very much, and so I was so excited to see her. Um, Sadly, and I, don't, gets, I don't think the writing does her many favors in this movie. It does not, but like she gets a couple cool scenes. I like the scene in the bar where she kind of gets to show off being a badass. Um, but she, yeah, she doesn't get a lot of great scenes, and and like whenever the action does happen, she doesn't get to do anything. Like she, they automatically make her not a damsel, but almost a civilian, which I thought really undercut the character um but I, I i was happy to see brie larson um and she knows that the toretto's and well, the toretto gang whatever are the family up and up. they're just calling yeah, them the she, family now <laughs> yeah and she she's she's very much in the same viewpoint as her dad who even she doesn't know where he is, if he's still even yeah. alive. Oh, and, well, the reason that uh, little nobody is not uh, is not in charge is because he got he gets injured as part of the 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 Rome event. And he's oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so. And and so we have this globetrotting adventure of them trying to figure out what's going on and constantly just getting the crap kicked out of them every step of the way. Um. And it's honestly, I, 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 that sounds like, oh man, this is kind of a, a, a that kind of sucks. I'm like, no, it's really fun. Like they, they don't make it a slog. They don't make it seem downtrodden because they always seem to have another way. I'm like, oh, this, this is how they're going to get it. Nope. Uh, okay. Maybe we can trust Pete Davidson. Of course you can't trust Pete Davidson. There's a lot um, of cameos in this movie, man. <laughs> Pete cracked me up uh he always does but I that, mean, that was a good playing, scene he's playing himself for some reason pete davidson's in london as a hacker guy yeah i i i loved that um we have uh several moments between roman and tej uh including a knockdown drag out fight in a in, store yeah. <laughs> i think you guys hit this copier so hard it started working <laughs> It's a great line because <laughs> uh, um, Davidson's place is filled with old 90s technology. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked that uh, immensely. I, I will say, I mean. If you're not into the comic book stuff, which by this point in the franchise, if you're not doing a podcast that's going through the series, why would you be watching this movie? Um, you know, you should check out uh, Cypher Returns because part of 
Reyes's plan was to basically hijack her her crew and her network and use it to to take down the Toretto family. And I got to be honest, how much I like how he took her down. Oh, it's it's a great scene. It, yeah. Honestly, this this is the scene like before he's fun, but he gets to kind of be fun, but scary in this scene. And I think he played that to perfection. Yeah. So so he he. Uh, he found out all of Cypher's crew and then kidnapped. Members of their family, loved ones, all of that. And he goes down and to prove a point, he pulls out two knives and brutally murders a guy in front of uh, in front of everybody and then says, yeah, this guy didn't even have anybody, he didn't even have a dog <laughs> you know, like this guy was alone. He's the only guy I could kill right now to do this. So good. Uh, but uh, yeah, but- and we, we get to see more of Cypher's survival instincts here. I mean, obviously. She's not forgiven, and even when she's kind of on the same side, you're still like, <sighs> yeah, this is I mean, she never will fully be forgiven because she had Elena killed. Correct. But she well. Still working with Shaw. (laughs) Well, no, we don't. He didn't know that Han survived. And neither did anyone else until the last movie. So. So, I mean, we did, I guess, we did get hashtag justice for Han after all, I guess. But uh, but no, like. And, and and finally, Han gets some licks in. Yeah, in Han, Han doing OK, fighting Shaw for for a split second, uh, fighting Shaw and then fighting the agency. Although I will say this movie does completely underserve Han because the only time he gets to snack, it is snatched out of his hands by <laughs> by Jason Statham. Because because Shaw thinks he's reaching for a weapon, but is like. <laughs> He's got Cheetos or something. <laughs> you ruined my snack. <laughs> yeah, the perfect delivery. Like the way he delivers that is is perfect. And this this scene takes place during the post credit sequence from the end of the last movie, because the bad guy from the last movie is still in the punching bag that Hold Jason on. Statham Although is now, using. I look at that guy and I'm not sure it's supposed to be the same guy. I think it might just be another dude. I think we're not supposed to look that hard at him. Yeah. Because um, because that was the sequence. The the end of that sequence is Han at the door in the post credit sequence. Yeah, I, I remember that. I just say I'm just saying, like, when that guy gets out of the punching bag. He's oh, yeah, bit, yeah, it's, it's somebody. It's somebody else. It's somebody yeah. else. But uh, but yeah. Um, so. I think the thing about this film that gets me like that, that I, I may be more critical of is that I, I feel like they've had bigger stunts or better stunts in the previous films and 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 that's made slightly worse by giving us a best of montage of the cool stunts from earlier films (laughs) Um, i mean yes um we do get more cars in this one than we did the last one i feel like well part of that's just just because they go to that street race in rio uh where we get to um or outside rio so let let, let me think about let me think about this we've got the the rolling bomb uh rolling bomb in Rome in Rome the rolling bomb in Rome the rolling bomb in Rome um then we get the hmm is it we the, get the sh- is it the street race with the with the bombs underneath the cars next yeah we have the street brace uh, uh we got all the John Cena stuff that were introduced to the other to another new character um who I, I don't even clock her name uh elena's sister uh i don't even uh, know if they say her name isabel is her name that may be her name but i don't know if they say it i don't remember uh played by diana melchior who was uh a friend of john cena's even though they share no scenes in this movie she was in uh the rat catcher in the suicide squad she's great in that movie she uh, she was great in that movie um there's again this cast is getting so long i have to have notes to to remember (laughs) i know it's it's pretty crazy but a part, but a big part of this film and part of the reason that I think Reyes's plan works so well is that he does keep everybody separated. The entire film, you've got uh, Tej and Roman and um, um, Ramsey 
kind of teaming up. You've got Mia and Jacob back home with Lil B and then eventually Jacob and Lil B kind of on, a, on an uncle nephew road trip. And then you've got Dom kind of by himself. And then you've got Letty who has been captured in the first bit and has to team up with Cypher to escape. Oh, and they're in Antarctica, by the way. That's a fun little reveal. Um, I love that sequence when she's like, I'm getting out of here. And then she pops her head up and it just says Antarctica. She looks around and goes, nope. And this goes right back. Into she's, the wearing building. A t- she's wearing a T-shirt at that point. And she crawls back down this whole thing and she sees Cypher dressed fully in winter in gear, the park, <laughs> throwing her a pair of boots. It, it's, it's pretty. pretty um, I love that sequence. Uh, well, I love the after effect of that sequence because the big. Like. Punctuation mark of that scene is at the end of the movie, because I mean, let Letty stuff is sadly very small, like she gets captured. We get an uh, interrogation scene where um, Brie Larson is, quote unquote, interrogating her, but puts on a fake uh, show to get Letty with Cypher so that they can escape. Not yeah. really taking for granted the fact that Letty's trying to kill Cypher, too. Um, and we get a cool fight between Letty and Cypher. Uh, honestly, like it's it's the least obnoxious that uh, they've written Charlize Theron's character this entire franchise. Yeah. Um, I feel like they just said, you know what? Just be yourself. Cause she just <laughs> felt more like Shari, at least they're on. She wasn't playing some goofy, cold killer in the worst way possible. And then she wasn't playing the Hannibal Lecter in Magneto's cage uh, for, from the last time we saw her. We, we got to see her being, a, we, even though we don't get a lot of character <laughs> development for her, we just see her being more of a character. We, and we do I also, like we do also see her, uh, pull up to Dom's house and one of those new electric DeLoreans that I'm not even sure yeah. have been released yet. <laughs> no, I, I remember noting that like, that car is sick. Uh, and that's also how I knew they were a bad guy. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a bad guy car. Um, but so having having them together and then the submarine returns. The submarine. It has and to be the same one, right? It, yes. And who is in that submarine, Drew? Yeah. So I remember a few weeks ago where we were making jokes about uh, I, I should say I had a dream the other day about Fast and the Furious. I mentioned this on, on on the Cosmic Crit Discord where in the dream characters kept dying, but then kept coming back. And I'd be like, how'd they come back from that? So my my unconscious brain uh, started inventing more and more really ridiculous, obvious, like no way that this character could come back from the dead deaths. Uh, only to them have them come back from the dead for that until I woke up. It was uh, honestly weird. It was weird. Um, <laughs> but the one character we it had been so long, we thought no way this character's coming back. Submarine pops out of the water. All the antennas start going up and the hatch opens. Wonder Woman's there. Giselle played by Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, however you pronounce her name. I don't know. It's God, I think uh, she is back alive doesn't say a single word <laughs> but yeah she doesn't i'm i'm very curious how this is going to go down especially you know with with han um well we don't know that han doesn't know that she's alive i mean i don't assume work- han doesn't know he's been working for mr nobody and he is resistant to setting but cypher up- doesn't work for mr nobody we don't know that we don't know that Mr. Nobody didn't send Giselle to go rescue. We don't know that. But at the same time, if she's with Cypher, I feel like she's made she might be in a separate situation. We'll see. Um, we, but we but I, I'm just I'm just commenting on how Han in a few years. <laughs> yeah, in a few years. I'm just commenting on how Han uh, was was hesitant to set up a date, a Tinder profile. Um, which is just oh. like. That is a great ongoing joke throughout the movie. What? That Han is 39 years old? No, sorry, man. <laughs> he ain't no, no. The fact that he's got a profile and like, now it might, it might not get anything is at first. And like his thing starts lighting up and he's like, you haven't even swiped. <laughs> it was funny. And like, later on when I checked everything, even Han's dating profile. It's like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. It's 
pretty funny. No, it was it was very very funny. I I loved that. Um, and I mean, I, obviously, I hope that there's more of this Giselle coming back story. But yeah, Letty Letty's Letty's got a small slice of this movie. She gets those sequences, which ends there. The 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 long and sh- the crux of it is really Dom's journey and really Jacob's too. So we get a lot of Jacob traveling, figuring out how to get in and out. Um, Mia, does she get arrested because no, she goes to 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 meet up and pro- to help Brian protect the kids after. The, oh, is that what she is that after, where she goes? OK, yeah, I missed that after the house, after the house gets attacked and Mia is there. Jacob shows up and helps protect. And it's a fun time. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Jacob takes Lil B and Mia goes back to Brian to. OK, I, I, I missed her saying that. OK, that. That makes more sense. So we also have, you know, Dom trying to piece together the the whole Reyes stuff and Jacob's story and Dom's story finally collide. Uh, Dom ends up getting his kid. Yeah, which, uh, uh, again, I, I have to talk about the, the action set piece. Um, they're doing the they're doing helicopters. Atta- with with hooks into cars again. I'm a yes. little I'm a little bothered that they did it in Hobbs and Shaw and they're doing it again here. Yeah, I yeah. think I had more fun with it in this movie. I mean, it's 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 well done. This one, I, I had fun with it. Um, unfortunately, we lose a character in this movie. Yeah, um, for now, the for now, because <laughs> um, we're in comic book territory. It may not stick. <laughs> yeah, we we do see uh, Jacob. Uh, sacrificing his life to give Dom and little B a chance to get away only to then have, I think one of the most interesting fun moments in the movie where we have had. So earlier in the film, we had this We're we're on the bridge in Rio. We've got uh Tess, little miss, nobody we've got Ames uh, and we've got uh, uh Reyes, which what's his first name? Uh, Dante. Dante, yeah. And they're facing off. And it's at this point that you see Ames, who has been hunting Dom the entire movie and, and trying to, to bring his people in, kind of kind of turning. And it's like, all right, I, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that 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 I was wrong, but, you know, let's do this thing. Let's get your kid right. back and, and all of this stuff or not get your kid back because he hadn't had the kid yet. And it's at this point that you have this car chase where Ames is in a plane and he's like, you got to get to this, got to take this, this, this access road to get to this airstrip so we can pick up your car in the, in the, in the plane and do all of this. And as he takes the access road that Ames tells him to, after his brother has already been lost, he doesn't find himself going toward an airstrip. He finds himself on a, on a dam being blocked by a, a big tanker truck. And then another tanker truck pulls in behind him. And we learn from Dante that Ames is one of his guys and basically Mm -hmm. making Dom fall for his own stuff. Like this idea of turning the bad guys into good guys has failed him. This this commentary on the franchise as a whole. And I really appreciated that. Um, We also have. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. We also have him shoot a rocket launcher at the plane that's got the rest of his crew, uh, which is which is pretty wild because um, we don't see anything that happens to them. We just see the plane go down. We don't see any. We see the plane go down and then they add an extra explosion to make you think that. Uh oh, um, Shaw's not on that plane, is he? Yeah, he is. Is he? OK, I couldn't he's, remember because um, he's the one that arranged the plane for them. Right, 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 right. So. We have that team. We have this whole dam about to explode. There's Dom's car is shot, so there's no way for him to to escape with his car. He and his son well, are no. at the bottom. Oh well, uh, well the the yeah we got to talk about the the tanker trucks exploding and him yeah. driving doing the Dom Toretto <laughs> wheelie to get over the side of the dam and driving down the dam as it's on fire behind him. It That's makes it look almost scene. like he's like he's a ghost rider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a, it is a great sequence. And 
but uh, unfortunately a sequence that ruins his car and which is the last thing he had because you took it right because he's like you didn't take my car and then he wrote <laughs> or it's did a, it's a great. I <laughs> and uh and yeah so we we have um we're only halfway through the movie right when this happens oh no no to be continued so I, I i so here's the thing i knew this movie was supposed to be a part one i had assumed that like they might take reyes down to reveal there's something else maybe etienne and it, it involved in the in the greater story because that has to come back at some point um reyes may run might run etienne could be we don't know we don't, we don't know. And so to have like, all right, so you have this sequence. You know, so you have this, the shot of the, the plane crashing with the entire team on it. You have Jacob dead. You have all these explosives set to blow on this dam with no possible escape for Dom and his kid. The car is shot. It does not work. And then on the other side of things, we get, I guess, a, a happier stinger where you see in Antarctica, the, the sub come up. Giselle is is popping up. And then. Fade to black. And I, I really did not expect a to be continued. Same fast time, same fast channel yeah. type of thing. I thought I really thought we would get something that was like open ended and not flat out. Nah, like this is full on. Part one of a comic book story that just leaves you hanging and we are not going to get the next installment until 2025 um because in between oh we have a post press sequence yeah they had to take this perfectly good movie and just oh shut ruin up it. so we we see looks to be maybe the what the russian mansion from hobson shaw um it was or some kind of opera it was an opera house because there's a stage so we see this phone ringing and someone who is geared up from head to toe picks it up. Reyes is going on and on and on. And and then you see Dom may have been driving. You pull the trigger. Uh oh. Pop, pop. Oh, Matt, it's Hobbs. Yeah, because Hobbs um, did. Hobbs is the one who Hobbs, killed his dad. Yeah, that, that is also a problem I have because like Hobbs literally shot your dad in the face. Like John may have like stole your money and stuff, but like it maybe knocked you off a bridge. But like Hobbs murdered your father, like not even. And we talked about this when the movie happened, not even in some slow-mo thing like it didn't matter. He walked past him. Bop, 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 wasn't even on wasn't even on screen when those two triggers were pulled. No, didn't break his stride to shoot your father, sir. I mean, it, that, is, next- that is the scene that set up Hobbs for not being like for just having not having any of the same character traits in the next few movies, because all of a sudden he's got like a daughter and he's cheering at the soccer game. This is a dude who pop popped a a drug Lord on the side of the road. Uh, Anyway. Yes. And, and so the next, so the way I understand it, the direct continuation is going to be Hobbs and Reyes with, I guess a similar story to what we've have here of, of Reyes going after Hobbs, whether this happens before, after, or during this film, don't know, with the 11th Fast movie being the finale. Because I know they said they, they talked about a trilogy, and I think all the studio heads were like, mm, no, no, no. You, you, you can have a Hobbs movie, and then 11, and that's going to be it. Um, because this movie did not perform as well. Um, it, it didn't, like... It's 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 hard to say it didn't perform as well because it cost three hundred and forty million dollars to make. It still made seven hundred million dollars. Yeah, which it had, it had about a hundred million dollars more than the last movie, um, if I remember my numbers correct. But yes, it but it didn't break a billion, which the last couple had. And the last that, one didn't. Did it not? Did nine? Not, not no not nine made about seven twenty or something like that. Seven sixty, I think. Oh, but that was in twenty twenty. Right. That was in twenty. 21 right it was in 20 it was in 2021 so it was still kind of an iffy era yeah uh made 726 so i mean it actually made about the same amount as this movie like it made but what five million dollars less this time around um so why they threw more money i don't know but i mean i think that it's still enough i mean they, they've they've 
greenlit the movies. I mean, we're not going to see these for a while because uh, the studios still have not agreed to pay writers and actors fairly. Um, so it might be a little bit longer. Yep. Of, of a wait. I know Fast 11, I believe, is on track for 2025. Um, so if I, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the future of this franchise is kind of up in the air of uh, in terms of like when stuff is going to come I, out. I'm, and obviously, I'm fairly certain we're definitely going to get another fast movie. It's the Hobbs and Reyes that I would wonder. So because what cause, I have understood is the, that the Rock's box office potential has kind of diminished after Black Adam and all of that. Well, so the way I understand it is the 11th film would release after a standalone sequel serving as a direct continuation of to Fast 10 that would bridge to the 11th film. So Hobbs and Reyes is supposed to be that bridge to Fast 11. But they could they could take those scenes and incorporate a portion of them into Fast. I mean, they absolutely could. Who knows what's going to happen at this point? Um, I, I would I would honestly any release date you get for anything that hasn't already been completed and even things that have been completed, um, that release date is an idea at best. Partially because um, like Dune, Dune to whatever there was just pushed back to the spring to, to March from December uh, because uh, in large part because actors are on strike and they cannot promote anything. Uh, so, you know. How are you going to put out a movie that you can't really promote with with the right way? So we'll see so what happens. Let's let's talk about briefly that we I mean, we both had a good time. I know we were just kind of summarizing Fast 10, but I mean. We've had characters that we've we've known and loved for 10 movies now, I think, be the great superlative versions of their characters. Um, yes, some characters got more screen time than others, but I think that everything we saw was so much fun. We had a villain that was very kinetic on screen that stood out, that was memorable, that didn't feel so much like so many of the villains in this franchise have felt like the schemes were a big deal, but the villains weren't. Yeah. You know, or that we didn't have any like we talked to when when Cypher was introduced. She had all these grand plans to steal a nuclear cell and all of that. We didn't really for what? We didn't yeah. really know why or, you know, I mean, there were there were just drug lords in, in a few of the movies. And it's like, OK, I get why the drug lords, the bad guy. They right. Dr- they drug are, lords be lord. drug lords. Um, and, and Jacob was as much as I like John Cena, not the best interpretation. No, no, no. I mean, that, that despite the fact that I really had a blast with that movie, um, Jacob as a villain kind of sucks in so much as like yes he's mad at his brother but like it's i don't know again this this franchise and we've talked about several times this this summer this franchise has had a villain problem with the exception of idris elba who was a breath of fresh air and honestly i think casting wise for cypher yeah charlie Theron is a villain amazing idea but Chris Morgan's writing did her no favors. And I just I love that, at least in this one, she's at least a little bit more interesting. Um, it just it fe- I mean, she feels like she was written by somebody else. And yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. But we have a villain who has a real reason to hate Dom and the fact that, like, yeah, he's the Joker. So, like, even if he had half a reason to hate Dom, if Dom had stiffed him. A, a tip or something he would do this like this guy is just looking for a reason to be pushed across the edge you know yeah and oh, momo is so great at this he's, he's so, so he's, much fun he is phenomenal and i'll be honest because I, I mean i saw so many trailers for this movie when it came out um i when i saw momoa like in the trailers i was like I'm, why why yeah, do they do yeah. this no same it's like all right jason momoa you're kind of hot right now and i like you you know have fun but he just has so much fun. But yeah, watch this movie. I get it. So. Let me get your impression now. We've we've gone through fast or furious summer. The summer has set. What what are your. What are your impressions? What, what are you? How do you feel about the fast franchise now that you have experienced it? Do you consider yourself a fan of the franchise? Do you. 
Like, because you've had the most, I mean, of the two of us has has had the more more interesting relationship with this franchise where you've kind of had a more of a roller coaster of emotions than I have. I've I've been like, <laughs> you know, and yeah, so uh, it, you, you you have definitely been more ebb and flow watching these watching these movies. I have it, especially the first ones and really only the first ones reignited my love of Japanese sports cars. Uh, that I credit. Yeah, he actually sold his house for a Japanese sports car this last week. Yeah, it's, uh, it comes in the mail in two and a half weeks. Um, so I have to, <laughs> I have to, ca- I have to camp out by my old house uh, because the keys are going to get delivered to the mailbox. So I have to. They, they. I don't know if they have a ring doorbell or whatever, but I'm going to have to kind of be sly about it. I don't know where this storyline is going. <laughs> it's all right. Much like half of the like movies that we've watched, don't know where the storyline is going. But uh. No, but and as and we talked about this last week, that this movie traded. High energy fun for big stakes action, and I think that that. There are times when that really, really works, and there are times when it really, really doesn't. And it's a very high and low thing, and and especially when it takes itself too seriously. Like the fast and the furious, the very first film takes itself seriously, but that's okay because the, 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 the intensity matches what was going on. Right. Right. And then too fast, too furious, too fast for y'all ups the stakes, but also takes itself less seriously. And weirdly, that one doesn't work for me as much. Right. Tokyo Drift drops the stakes again, but ups the fun. That works really well. So there's a weird there's a weird balance to, to that because it, it's it's the same kind of thing. And then we start getting back into the back into the the Dom Brian uh, saga. And it's, it's kind of all over the place um, with, I think, four and five being very good seven being great eight not being particularly good Hobbs and Shaw's okay nine I I don't I know you didn't care for it <laughs> I didn't care for nine uh wait no eight's the one I didn't care for you don't like eight but I you were kind of half and half on nine nine I, nine I enjoyed because again because that's the one where they went to space that was just last week there's so yeah. many of these guys there's so many of these movies there are so many of these movies i don't remember anything we, we, did, we did two months of looping i mean come on <laughs> yeah but that was like a lot of that ran together for me too <laughs> yeah no i mean we're after this gang don't be we, surprised we, if we, we if we don't we're not do doing a deep yet. dive we're well, not gonna do a deep dive certainly for the rest of the, certainly for the rest of the year it's gonna uh, it be maybe next summer it's gonna be a bit it's gonna be a bit but uh you doing some baja blast zero sugar there buddy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah, good, I needed good. I needed the the high energy and I could not get a NOS energy drink. I I was going to come to this podcast tonight uh, either drinking a NOS energy drink or a Corona, but I couldn't get to the store to get either of them. I I have always seen the NOS energy drinks and I kind of want to have one just for the shelf. I am, like just to I'm, have. I'm sure I don't drink energy terrible. drinks. Yeah, like um, I haven't I have, I went through an energy drink phase in high school and then after like I could feel like my heart like like I felt it. Like it was, it's a, it was a weird moment, like where it was like I can physically feel like the beats, like from the outside. I was, I, I, I should probably stop. Yeah, don't do that. Um, do I mean, again, um, I was eighteen and stupid. Um, still stupid, but not at eighteen anymore. Um, but I, yeah, I just don't really care for energy drinks that much. But I do want to, I do want some nos. I, I do want to at least have it for like a, a fun little display somewhere yeah i've got a fast car over here anyway anyway uh uh fast and the furious films so okay did you do which i know you probably did not did you rank them like i asked you to i did because i have a ranking i'm sorry i i i did not just because i did not have enough time today okay um it has been very very uh i I can i can kind of go through 
I'm not sure the exact list. Um, I can yeah, tell you, you, you get you see you said which ones you liked and which ones you didn't. I can tell you, Too Fast, Too Furious is at the bottom of the list. So S- sorry, Cuh. I will I will give you my 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 fa- fast franchise ranking, which you can find okay. on Letterbox at uh, Miles Wazalis. Um, so tell tell me one by one, and I will tell you whether I agree or disagree. All right. So starting with eleven, we'll go. I'll work our way down. Uh, at eleven, the fate of the furious. Uh, yeah, I I would put it slightly higher, but I know you love too fast a lot. I know. So ten, fast and furious. Interesting. Yeah, that that one that I I I share my list with my fast friends, and they were like, huh. Uh, at nine, too fast, too furious. Okay, so it is down there. It is yes, down it, there. it's still like the thing is, I have fun with that movie, but it is. It's still not as good as the other ones. Uh, at number eight, Fast Nine or F Nine. Yeah. Okay. At seven, and this is what people got a little okay. At number seven, The Fast and the Furious. Interesting. I do rank that higher. It's it's weird. It. Yeah. I mean, even I, by I, I, I certainly get why. Even by four, the first movie feels weird, but I do. I mm-hmm. did. I did walk away from that film really liking it um in a way that i wasn't expected to or didn't at expect number to. six fast five okay all right uh at number five fast ten okay it's in my t- it's in my top five i think that movie is i'm with you it's a blast it is an absolute blast and and i should i should um also tell everyone even if they're like oh you ranked at 11 i gave every single one of these movies the lowest score I gave any of them was three and a half out of five stars. Like I enjoy the crap out of every single one of these movies. Uh, at number four, Furious Seven. Okay. At number three, Fast and Furious Six. Um, I think Six is a better movie than Seven. Seven has the bigger emotional impact for yeah, real life reasons, fair. but that's, I, that's I think Six is the better movie. That's that's very fair. Um, Number two, and I know you don't agree with this one. Uh, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> That's way too high. It's way too and high. Number one, to the shock of nobody, initial D. I mean, the Fast and the Furious <laughs> Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I hope those guys show up in the next one. I really hope they do because that their part in in Fast Nine was was great and was great. I I, I agree. I. And I know some people fast Tokyo Drift is, a, is still a, a contentious movie for some folks. Some folks never got over the, the weird turn that movie took. Um, time is being kinder. And a lot of people have reevaluated Tokyo Drift. That, so, I mean, we talked about this during the episode as a fan of. Uh, Japanese like urban stories, like I watch a lot of Japanese cinema as a fan of anime and manga. Uh, and and knowing initial D a little bit like this felt like an actual anime. Yeah. With a live action adaptation. And there is something about that that specifically for me, like just connects that I, I, I value more than almost anything in this franchise is, is the way that movie works for me. Um, and, and and seeing that we get Han back makes some of these other movies work a little bit better. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so that that's that's my official current ranking of the Fast franchise based off my first time going through it. Um, Fate of the Furious, I just I know you didn't care for too fast, but I think Fate of the Furious is hands down the worst of them. It's not um, good. I I think I think they're kind of neck and neck for for the bottom of the list but uh i like i said i love tyrese and and even even fast 10 tyrese is still so good um <laughs> and i man i want to see more luda in 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 big com- comedy roles cuz he's he is perfect as tej um but yeah i i have i have had a wonderful time i would definitely consider myself a fast fan. I mean, both of us have bought Fast and Furious merchandise yeah. during this summer. You played the Fast and Furious arcade game, didn't you? I did just this past weekend. I played uh, it. It seems to be a Fast and Furious arcade game based off of the first movie. Um, it was at a, a place called Flashback Arcade uh, outside of Atlanta. And uh, yeah, 
I, of course, played uh, the Race Wars level, which doesn't look anything like Race Wars because it's on a street with other cars. Like it's basically cruising USA or cruising world. Ooh, I love cruising USA. A, with, I'm not a big racer race fan, but like, I love that game. Yeah. It's an arcade racer. Um, I was in a GTR of course, uh, cause what, uh, else, of was course. Gonna, what else was I going to drive? Uh, and the game is not very good. I took second place because apparently you, the NOS you can use all the time. And I only use, and I saw my opponent use it my computer opponent used the NOS and I, I pulled a huh, too early like they do in all of these <laughs> movies. And then I let him run out and I see the finish line and I hit my NOS and then he hit his NOS again. So it was like, <laughs> come on, lame. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not a very good game. It was very fiddly. And I, uh, I didn't that play it. It's too bad. Um, I, yeah, I, at the end of furious summer, I, I would definitely consider myself a fast and furious fan. I, I honestly wasn't sure if I was going to be one. Like I, I, I went in with an open mind, but I was like you, I, I was just always like, huh, about the franchise and fans of that franchise. But I was like, I just, I felt like this kind of hit back to our early mission statement, you know, of always having those kind of narrow views and not actively like going into a franchise with open, open minds, um, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. Yeah. And, um, for, for me, it's kind of like right now, I don't know that I would consider myself a fan, but part of what makes it like when the next one comes out, I'm not likely to see it in the theater, but when it comes to streaming service, will I put it on one day? You know, I might. Partly yeah. because I know oh, I, I can I know, guarantee you will because we'll be doing a podcast episode on it. Yeah, well, but what I was going to say is that uh, it does help going through this with someone else that you can talk yeah. to. 100 percent. Because because we were both on basically the same page starting yes. this whole thing. And absolutely. And we, we didn't have like we often have somebody on, on the show who's like way into this thing or knows a lot about this thing. And neither of us really knew anything. I think you had seen the first one 20 years ago. I, I, I literally saw the first one when it came out. When I was what 16 would have been 2001 and it was pre 9-11. We remember I remember that. I remember that conversation. OK, yeah. So I, I think, yeah. I would have been probably going on like some of my first dates with that movie. Um, like unchaperoned driving kind of things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, that was my only experience. I saw that when I was 16 years old. Never. I don't I know my brothers owned it, but I don't think I ever watched it again. Not because I disliked it. I just just kind of thought I was like, that's fine. And then just never thought about it again. Well, again, I mean. When we talk about this, when we talk about these films, that movie came out in 2001. The 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 movie that really brought this all back didn't happen for eight years. Right. That's like that's like. Through high school and college. (laughs) Yeah, by all intents and purposes, like fast, the Fast and Furious or whatever four is called. um, Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast and Furious is kind of Fast and Furious, the next generation, even though it's the same cast. Like it is like. You know, we're bringing it again for the first time. Yeah, kind of, kind of thing. It's, it's a reboot of sorts. Um, because I mean, even the relationship of of Dom and Brian is kind of rebooted. Um, conceptually, despite the fact that we know how Brian is in the second one, so you assume that like, oh, maybe he's talked to Dom. <laughs> it's tough to say because yeah, it, it's it's so wild where this franchise has come along the way. And, uh, you know, I. I was almost out, Miles, I was almost out. I know. Uh, Eight was hard to watch. It was rough. And then Hobbs and Shaw was a little more fun. I I had a blast with Hobbs and Shaw. And then nine had some some fun things, but was just kind of Mm -hmm. okay. But man, ten, ten, ten's a blast. I mean, ten. Ken's a comic book movie. It really is. And it it helped that we had constantly compared uh, Dom to Batman. And then for Jason Momoa to show up in purple and be the Joker. Yeah. Uh, And again, it's it's one of those things where. I was getting like I was getting in my head about it 
And I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was really like, God, we have to watch another one of these. We have to watch another one of these. And especially knowing that Fast 10 didn't do as well as some of the ones before and had some sort of middling reviews. Just, I don't know. It's, it, it, it's so funny because I was talking to one of my, one of my buddies who's a big fan of the franchise and has been like keeping track of like how I felt about these movies. Uh, like my, my raw reactions when I watched them. And um, they were extremely happy that I loved 10 because they're like, it got unfairly maligned. Uh, and honestly, blockbusters this year have not done well. For the most part, blockbusters across the board have not done well. And, you know, one of those is lucky they had Barbie to save them because everything else they've been putting out. Well, it's it's I mean, it's interesting. Barbie was so successful. It's now Warner Brothers highest grossing film highest of grossing, all, yep, time. all time. Yep. Deservedly so. Excellent yeah. film. But I mean, so many movies have bombed and some movies that like we thought I thought was doing OK, like Dungeons and Dragons still is considered a flop. And it sucks because that was one of my favorite movies this year. That movie um, ruled. Uh, Spider Verse yeah. across the Spider Verse did. I think it did okay, but I, but no, no, it's it, it's done well. I mean, because uh, the first, it's but much better than the first one. So, and I forgot the Mario movie also came out. That movie was Mario movie came out, made a billion dollars, so that yeah, one was, did well. But Mario movie was one one I I, I knew it was going to do well. But like, I mean, everything that Disney's put out has popped. Like it's just fizzled out. Indiana Jones did nothing uh elemental did nothing uh haunted mansion did nothing but don't release a freaking halloween movie in the middle of the summer i don't care if you want to put it on peacock during the time you are gonna lose money and they did and and what sucks is i loved well we'll talk about it in october because that is 100 percent one of the movies we talk about (laughs) um all right well well let's 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 wrap up our discussions yeah um so I'm, I'm, i'm so happy that we did this together i'm definitely happy i did it with you um and let's not do this for a while <laughs> yeah we're, so speaking of that as we we close the door yeah and roll up the windows stuff. on fast and the furious uh next next week well next month as we enter september of 2023 it's gonna be a little weird so we uh we've got some vacations coming up of course not at the same time because we don't plan them that well uh, but we're going to try to have some content for you guys to to listen to. Um, but it's going to be a little unscripted. It's going to be a little talk nerdy to me kind of style as we just kind of talk about some some different nerdy topics and nerdy subjects. Uh, and we're hopefully going to have the na- that next one next week as we talk about. TV edits. Now, what does that mean? What is that all about? Well, you'll just have to tune in next time. Uh, in the meantime, gang, if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at themoreyourner.com with this and every other episode that we have ever released, even the ones that you can't get on the RSS feeds anymore because we have too many dang episodes. Uh, you can tweet to us, X to us, uh, at the more you nerd. Uh, you can find us on Blue Sky at the more you nerd, uh, even though we still haven't posted anything there. Uh, and you can uh, email us the one surefire way to get in touch with us, the more you nerd at gmail.com. That's the more you nerd at gmail.com. And now we end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd out to nerd for y'all. <laughs> <laughs>